Educate for Life with Kevin Conover on AM 1170, The Answer. Educate for Life, a look at current events from today's headlines and how they affect you. What you believe shapes your worldview and your ultimate destiny. Learn more now at educateforlife.com. Now in studio, here is your host, Kevin Conover. Bring your tired and bring your shame. Bring your guilt and bring your pain. Don't you know that's not your name? You will always be much more to me. Welcome to Educate for Life. I'm your host, Kevin Conover. We're on AM 1170, The Answer in San Diego, every Sunday from 4 to 5 p.m. You can also stream the show at am1170theanswer.com. And my website is educateforlife.org. Uh, thanks for being here this Sunday. We, we have a really special show. It's a little bit different than what you might expect uh, normally from our show, where we're dealing with issues uh, like genetics. We're dealing with issues like homosexuality. We're dealing with politics and all these things. Um, I'm, a, I'm a teacher at Christian High School in El Cajon, and I have a student who has uh, become a, a close friend of mine and uh, been a big blessing in my life. And uh, he's going through a very difficult trial uh, with cancer and specifically brain cancer. And I thought, I was thinking about whether I should have him on the show or not. It's it's not often that, um, you know, when somebody gets something as devastating as cancer, it's not something, it's not something that you typically uh, always want to talk about or maybe make public on the radio. And so it was a little bit difficult for me to decide whether or not I wanted to bring him on the show. But um, you'll see why I brought him on the show. Uh, Jason's attitude about what he's going through is pretty phenomenal. And I thought it would be important to share um, his perspective on what he's going through. And uh, I also have in studio with me a couple of his friends, as well as the principal of Christian High. Um, so Jason Lyon, Griffin Johnston, Mr. Tobin Wilkins, and David Todd Jeremiah, all in the uh, studio here with me. Guys, thanks for being on the show today. Thank you so much for having Thank us. Thank you for having us. Yeah, absolutely. And um, so we're going to get their perspective, too, as far as how what Jason's going through has impacted their life. Now, this year in 2015, there is going to be an estimated 1,658,000 new cases of cancer that are going to be diagnosed in the United States. That is a whole lot of people. And, you know, the C word is kind of like uh, the word you don't want to hear. It's, nobody wants to, to hear that come into their life. And... Um, there's different ways people deal with this. A lot of people, uh, obviously, when, when it changes your perspective on life. And I want to read a verse from Job chapter 2, verses 9 through 10. It says something really interesting here, because Job, although he didn't have cancer, he was going through an incredibly painful time in his life. And at one point, he's gone through so much pain, his wife says this, his wife says, Do you still hold fast your integrity? Curse God and die. And uh, the Bible, you know, part of what I like about the Bible is it's so honest uh, about reality and what people are going through. Jason, um, I'm going to ask you, um, you know, about how you feel about what she said to Job. She says, curse God and die. But before we get into that, can you give us a little background on, on when you found out? Uh, how long has it been since you've known you have brain cancer now? Yeah, of course. Um, so it's been about almost two months now. I got diagnosed halfway through June, I believe. Um I wasn't really, I wasn't really beginning to like to suffer and to feel the effects um, of brain cancer until maybe maybe a month ago. Um, so currently, I'm just going through radiation. Um, 
Okay. And and my understanding is this is a pretty rare type of cancer. It's called DIPG. Is that correct? Uh, yes, sir. That's, um, yeah, DIPG for diffused intrinsic pontinglioma, um, a tumor that is normally found in, in younger children, uh, much younger than myself, and a very rare tumor, um, no known treatments, um, a very difficult part of the brain to access uh, and to treat. Okay, yeah. Now, um, also, I just want to, uh, and anybody who's listening out there, they have a go, his family has a GoFundMe page. It's GoFundMe.com slash Lionhearted. Lion is spelled L-Y-O-N. And so um, if you want to support his family as they uh, deal with the, the financial impact of this, that'd be great. They're getting a ton of support, and we'll talk a little bit about that too. But um, I want to focus on giving people hope that are out there, Jason. I think your attitude is such a hopeful one. And so, um, you know, where Job's wife says, uh, do, do you still hold fast to your integrity, curse God and die? Um, a lot of people would look at their cancer or at someone who has cancer and they would say, hey, whatever good God can work out of this, it's not worth it. And then they would potentially get very angry at God. And I just wanted to hear your perspective on, um, you know, on what you're going through. And uh, I know you've told me, uh, you know, off air that uh, this has really affected your relationship with God. Yeah. Totally. Um, well, first of all, I think um, what Job's wife saying is probably one of the most foolish things I've ever heard in my life. Um, first of all, cursing God and has never gotten anybody anywhere um, ever. And um, second of all, I think you can't shake your fists uh, for too long in God. Um, eventually, you have to ask, what, what, what is God trying to get me um, to understand, to learn, um, teach me about life through the situation. And I think if you, I mean, if you feel they have that perspective, it's super easy to get it, to fall into the traps of the devil. Um, honestly, like the devil, the devil is, is knocking on my mind 24 seven. Um, that's why I need the shield of faith, um, to be ready for his fiery darts of doubt, denial, deceit. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's easy to, to get, uh, depressed. So what does it go like? What is it like for you as you're going through this? Um, you know, how do the, the moments of down and up come? How does that work out in your day-to-day life? So, um, so it's very clear, very, very clear to me when the, um, when the devil tries to set traps for me. Um, it's like it, it, the doubt that the, the doubt that the devil tries to put on me is, um, it's just like a wave and there's no way that I could ever, that I can ever break it without, um, Jesus Christ. Um, it happens, um, just in all, all forms, um, mostly medical so far. Um, but in Psalms, it says that like that we don't, that we do not fear bad news. Um, and that we will, um, stand in, in, in victory over our adversaries. Um, and I think Jesus Christ has given me more than, more than just like more than an emotional, more than a spiritual hope through this. Um, but he physically strengthens me every single day. That's, that's, that's awesome. You know, uh, John Piper, a very famous uh, Christian theologian, he recently wrote an article called Don't Waste Your Cancer because he had cancer also. And he talks about how he dealt with it and how he believes that God actually brought it into his life. And one of the things he says is, uh, you will waste your cancer if you do not believe it was designed for you by God. And that's kind of a freaky statement. You're kind of like, whoa, wait a second. You're saying God is putting this on me. Um, But one of the things he mentions is, he says, illness can sharpen your awareness of how thoroughly God has already and always been at work in every detail of your life. Have you found that this happening to you has caused you to see God uh, in your life in more detail? In amazing ways. In in amazing ways. It's in in everything. Um, I kind of think of it as like, 
a higher form of fasting um, to, as far as you can't do anything without being reminded of how weak you are physically and how his strength is made perfect in you. Um, it's like, it's a constant uh, acknowledgement of him and of his strength. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. You mentioned to me some about you, you're using uh, the oxygen chamber as one of the uh, yes, sir. Uh, ways to fight against this along with a lot of other things, radiation and everything. Um, can you tell me what, can you, can you tell our audience what you told me, uh, off air about, uh, how the oxygen chamber <laughs> being in has uh, affected the, you? Oh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, if you ever want to, if you ever really want some quality time with the, the Holy spirit and the Lord, <laughs> you put yourself in a chamber, um, where you have nothing to do for an hour, but talk to God. Uh, Jesus Christ becomes, becomes a conversation mate. Honestly, you just, just straight up talking to him. <laughs> That's it's awesome. a great time. Now you're, you, cause you can't bring your phone in there, right? No, sir. Yeah, because the oxygen level is so high that it, it could cause yeah, a fire. It's very or flammable. Yeah. So you're, 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 you have nothing to do in there. I except. have nothing. <laughs> I have nothing but me and my tape recorder yeah. to record the word of the Lord. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, um, and you know, and today our society, they, it's the tyranny of the urgent, right? We're running from here, there, everywhere, and mm-hmm. we never have any time for God. And so, in a way, this has forced you to to spend time with the Lord. Would definitely, you say? definitely yeah, slowed yeah. me down a little bit. Yeah, for yeah. sure. But I think I think it's important. I mean, that we all slow down and acknowledge Christ throughout our day, not just like our one devotion a day, yeah. but life is literally a nonstop acknowledgement of what He's given us. What That's he's awesome for us. Well, I want to bring some of these other guys into the discussion here, and um, I know Jason that uh, you have a very close group of friends. Uh, <laughs> a whole bunch of them. I was only able to bring a few into the studio here today. Uh, just two here, uh, Griffin Johnson and David Jeremiah. And, um, uh, how have these guys as a group, uh, I'm going to ask you, Jason, how have they helped you? But then I want to also ask you guys be thinking about this. How has what's going on in his life impacted you personally also? So how, how have they helped you, Jason? Well, um, it's great to know that that they all care. Uh, they're very uh, emotionally supportive as well. Um, but I think the greatest thing that they could ever do for me is is um, get closer with God and their walk with God throughout the situation. And I think that that's something that um, that we're seeing so far. Um, I urge you. Uh, it's interesting that you said don't don't waste your cancer, but that's so true and so I, it's just so true. And I do, I I urge these guys that. Um, that they use this situation to become closer to God. Um, and that's really, that's the best thing I can ask from them. Um, besides back massages and stuff, but <laughs> that's great. Back massages. Awesome. Okay. Well, we're, we're out of time for our first segment here, but you know, what? we're going to pick up and we're going to let, um, some of Jason's friends just respond to how, what he's going through has affected their life. Stay with us. We'll be right back. God is changing lives on the streets of Hillcrest. And City on the Hill San Diego engages the community, talking with people, listening to them, and sharing God's love. See the stories at cityonahillsandiego.com. This is your invitation to get involved. Join them for a new worship service the second Saturday of each month at 6 p.m. at Joyce Beers Uptown Community Center. Call for details, 619-354-2511, cityonahillsandiego.com, sharing faith, hope, and love. What do leading local restaurants have in common? They depend on Express Fix Coffee for new and used coffee and espresso machines, repairs, and affordable monthly service. Dave Martin and his local team provide water filtration services too. Call San Diego's best espresso repair company, serving your home and business. Learn more online at expressfixcoffee.com. Call Express Fix Coffee at 619-867-3853. 619-867-3853. 
Thanks for listening today. This is Educate for Life. I'm your host, Kevin Conover. We're on AM 1170, The Answer in San Diego. You can also stream the show at AM 1170, com. My website is educateforlife.org, where you can listen to a recording of this show and previous shows. I have a very special guest in studio today, Jason Line. He's a young man. He's a senior in high school that's dealing with brain cancer. And I got some of his friends here in the studio, as well as the principal of Christian High in El Cajon. I'm a teacher out at Christian High. I teach uh, apologetics and uh, defending the Bible uh, uh, and answering kids hard questions that they that come up about the Bible. One of those hard questions is, why would a good God allow evil like brain cancer into our lives? That's an important question. It's, in fact... Why would a good God, all-powerful God, allow evil in the world is one of the most significant and most common questions that people ask all over the place. And uh, Griffin Johnston here is a good friend of Jason. And uh, Griffin, I wanted to ask you, first of all, I know you're a leader in the school. You've been, uh, I've had you as a student for, this is three years as of last year. You're going into your senior year here. You're in leadership on ASB. And I just wanted to ask you, how is this, this because you, you and him have even grown, grown closer through this. How is this affecting uh, you, your walk with God, your perspective on life, uh, how you're going to live out your senior year? What's happening in your mind? For me, at first when I found this out, it's like it kind of like hits you hard and it's like, dang, why does this have to happen? But once you start thinking about it, all all there really is to do is draw closer to God because the farther you, you stray from him, the harder things are going to get because he's honestly the only thing in this situation that can bring comfort because when something this hard comes up, you can't just try to face it on your own. And even, even for Jay, he needs people around him. Not only, not only the people around him, but as long as all of us are telling him that the Holy spirit's there with him and he's telling us that it, it makes the situation easier. That's awesome. And there's, there's no other way to face it really. Cause without, without that, there's not really any hope because there's nowhere that you, you would go without the Holy Spirit. Oh, I love that answer. That's a great answer. I mean, uh, we all need hope in life, right? Uh, and hope is the idea that things can be better. Hope is, uh, hey, the future can change. And without Jesus Christ who resurrected from the dead, what hope do we have, right? Mm-hmm. Now, uh, Griffin, uh, along those same lines, how do you think this is going to affect you? Uh, how is your senior year going to be different because of what's happened to Jason than if it, this had never happened? Do you think there's going to be a difference in the way you lead and who you are as a person or what are your thoughts about that? Totally. I think it, it totally changes the perspective on life and how we totally need to change the campus and everybody needs to be on fire for the Lord surrounding Jason with that because through this situation, that's what he wants most out of it. And when, when people start finding out about it, they're, they're not going to, you can't react with like a, Oh my gosh, this is happening on Christian high's campus. It needs to be like, okay, we all need to change. We all need to straighten up because this is real life. It's not like something you can just push away because it's happening. It's You can't ignore it. Yeah, this is not some hypothetical situation. This is mm-hmm. not like, hey, this could happen to you. Watch out for this. Uh, you know, be careful of this. I mean, it's right yeah. there in your midst, right? It's real life right there in mm-hmm. your midst. That's, that's heavy stuff. Um, okay, thanks a lot, Griffin. That's fantastic. And uh, I want to also ask David Todd Jeremiah, uh, you know, Christian High's football team is incredible. Uh, both of you guys, all three of you guys have been a part of that. Uh, David Jeremiah is a quarterback. And um, and two years in a row now, CIF champions, right? Uh, incredible, incredible record. 10-0 record last year, right? Is that correct? Yeah, 13, we're 13-1. 13-1, okay. Yes, so that's incredible. Um, praise God for that. And so you, just like Griffin, you're a leader on the campus. Uh, people are looking at you. A lot of the younger kids coming up 
are they, they see the big guy on campus here. He's the quarterback and a lot of eyes are on you and they're looking at your life. They're looking at how you deal with something like what Jason's going through. Um, what's going through your mind as this year comes, comes up here. How are you, uh, how are you going to handle, you know, what, what's happening in Jason's life? Well, uh, me and my dad have talked about this a lot. And a few nights ago, my dad, uh, he looks at me just randomly and he goes, David Todd, you know, you know, one of the biggest things you can do to help your school through the situation. And I, I looked at him and I took a few guesses. I was like, I'm not really sure. Like, I can be a good example. I can try to, you know, lead my friends. But uh, the biggest thing he said was, uh, he just said, win football games. He's he like, I mean, yeah, like, I mean, that, that sounds that sounds like, I, I know that sounds like kind of almost selfish. But what what he like what he was meaning to say is, he explained it to me after because I was kind of confused too. I was. Like, <laughs> Duh, I'm like I'm I'm gonna try to win football games. Like, how is that gonna help anything? Yeah. And uh, I I spent a lot of time thinking about that after he said that because I I had the same response you guys did. I was I was like, okay, come on, Dad. Like, that's just something <laughs> you're trying to say to pump me up. But uh, when I thought about it more, it's just like with this with this like tragedy on campus, it, it like in all honesty, it just kind of brings the morale of the school down. And so and so like a lot a lot of people. You know we're gonna be having doubts, and uh, you know they might be even be mad at God. I, I've had I've had little times where I've struggled like being mad because I'm like, well, why does this have to happen? Is this really necessary? And so where it comes back to to winning football games is is it just increases like the like the morale of the school. Like it, like I, I mean I know it's like it's it's in the whole scheme of things, it's just, it's just not that big of a deal. But when it's just the little things, every little thing that can help. Absolutely, yeah. There's, with, yeah. with the school, and I mean, that's not the only thing that we're trying to do. I mean, no, of course not. Of, but, like, of course, like, but it yeah. makes sense what you're saying. You know, it's. Yeah. Um, I think one of the greatest things, Jason, and and you can, uh, you know, tell me how you feel about this. But one of the biggest things you need is other people to be lifting you up. And if everybody's down around you because they're like, you know, hey, Jason's going through this. Yeah, uh, and that's something that that we haven't seen thus far. Um, people are people are. There, I don't think I've encountered a single person that has a mindset like Jason's not going to make it through this or like, shoot, this is that like, it's a, it's honestly like a, it's a warrior mentality for, coming from everybody so far. That's fantastic. Yeah. And, and, uh, that warrior mentality, a lot of that comes from the fact that, uh, as a body, as a community of fellowship, uh, we have the hope of Jesus Christ. Right. And, uh, Mr. Wilkins, I, I kind of want to bring you in at this point and just, um, ask you, uh, yeah, David, you wanted to say one more thing? Yeah. Like, uh, and like a big thing, uh, that my dad was trying to say too is that's is I can only like I can't make other people's decisions for them. I mm. can't decide for other people that through Jason's situation they're gonna come closer to Christ. I can't do that. So uh basically uh what we we're getting at is that's one of the things that I can control and I can help out on campus with. So um like uh me and me and our one of our friends Kyle Stowers had a, a conversation over text about uh about how like God, like we can't control other people's free will and we have to make decisions for ourselves. And uh, I think that's like another big thing is just uh, being an example so that people want to be like you and, and just uh, and how us not being able to control what other people are doing is, is, is really hard because if you, if you see somebody, and you know, that they're not going down the right path. You want to be able to say, no, 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 you need to do this, but you can't. Yeah. And so that's just a big thing that's been, on yeah. my heart and some other people's. That's great. So the goal here is to focus on hope, not focus on defeat. Yeah. And it's to keep our eyes fixed on Christ 
amidst the waves, right? right. So we yeah. all have that choice, like you're saying. And so, uh, like, I, I think that's a great point that you made that we can't control how other people respond to this. The best we can do is be an example in how we respond and continue to focus on hope and healing and uh, God working through our pain, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, Mr. Wilkins, I kind of wanted to um, just ask you, uh, you've, as a principal and as somebody who's been involved in the school for a very long time and in education for a very long time, you're running into these circumstances um, relatively often. And uh, I've always appreciated how compassionate you are uh, for people like Jason and their families. And uh, you really have to um, be willing to handle a lot of um, emotionally hard times, I would say, to be play the role you, you do. And I wanted to ask you um, how... First of all, how do you handle that personally? How do you deal with uh, not just Jason's situation, but the parents who come to you and say, my kid's on drugs or my kid's doing this or uh, whatever? And then, and then my other question is, how does the community um, at the school uh, been helpful or uplifting to you in that, in that process too? Well, the Christian Unified is kind of a unique place and it's, it's not a very big school. We have about, you know, about 400 in the high school. Um, and it's very much a family. And when you, when you hear news like this, whether it's a, somebody's struggling with drugs or alcohol, or when you hear news like a student's been diagnosed with cancer, it, it feels like it's one of your own children. So, you know, whether you're a teacher, administrator, coach, whatever it is, you, you treat these students as if they're your own child. And I remember hearing the news from uh, Jason's mom, Allison, on the phone as I was traveling out of town to a vacation and just my stomach just dropped and you, you honestly, you feel like it's one of your own kids. And the first question you ask after you process everything is why. And I think uh, one of the words that's been echoed a lot in this conversation so far this morning is perspective. And I was thinking about how is Jason going to handle this? And I know that he's got, he's got two choices in this matter. He can either, he can either, curl up his tail and run away, or he can stand strong and begin to fight it and, and, and praise God for the adversity that he's going to face. And uh, thinking about how he's going to handle it and then thinking about how his class is going to handle it, he's in a very talented class, group of seniors who have, uh, have the ability to change the world, change our school, turn it upside down. And you know, through my mind, I'm thinking, well, how, are the, how is this class going to handle this? And I'm thinking all about the kids over and over again. And it never really struck me until a couple of weeks ago when he stood up in front of, uh, in front of a couple hundred people on our campus and, and gave his testimony and said how this is a privilege that God has given to him and how he's going to use it to change lives for God. And then I started thinking about how that's affecting my life and my family and our faculty's life and their families and how he's changing people who are twice his age, three times his age and, and challenging them with their daily walk with Christ. Um, so in, in answer to your question, when we handle these situations and we figure out what's going on inside uh, students' personal lives, whether it be drugs, whether it be cancer, whether it be alcohol, whether it be whatever they're struggling with, uh, our job as a school is to come alongside the family and to help them in any way that we can and, and, and to go through the, the valleys with them, go through the peaks with them, to pray with them, to fight with them, to raise money with them, whatever the case may be, but we're in the trenches together. And it's, again, I go back to the word family and that's what we're all about. So that's fantastic. Um, I, I love that aspect about Christian high and, uh, anybody out there who's considering sending their kids, uh, to a good school, uh, you can't beat it. 
it is an amazing school where there's really a true community that pools around a person uh, going through a difficult time and loves people. And sure, we have all our we have our family conflicts, but you know what? Um, uh, the great thing about it is that we have the focus on God uh, ultimately that um, gives us hope and helps us to do what's right. So it's it's incredible. We'll be right back. We're going to continue this discussion with Jason Line and uh, some of his friends and uh, the principal here at Christian High. So we'll be right back. Hi, this is Jason Hall, president of Team Home Loans, a branch of Synergy One Lending. I just want to take this opportunity to thank Kevin Conover for the profound impact he's had on mine and my wife's spiritual life, as well as being an incredible teacher while our kids were his students. His knowledge and passion have taught us all how important it is to be defenders of our faith. It's our honor and privilege to support Kevin and his show. It is our sincere hope and prayer that you will continue to learn to be defenders of your faith through Kevin's radio show and through his Educate for Life teachings. Thank you, Kevin. From the Hall family and Team Home Loans. A lot is riding on your car's safety and performance. Count on Conover Tires, Wheels, and Service in Oceanside for a full range of affordable options. See their great customer reviews and special offers online. Call Dan and his team at 760 439 1631. Conover Tires, Wheels, and Service, 2405 Oceanside Boulevard. Honesty, integrity, and quality service. ASE, BBB, and NAPA certified. 760-439-1631. Thanks for tuning in to Educate for Life. I'm your host, Kevin Conover. We're on AM 1170, The Answer, in San Diego every Sunday, 4 to 5 p.m. You can also stream the show at am1170theanswer.com. My website is educateforlife.org. We're having a great show here uh, today. We're talking with Jason Line, uh, Griffin Johnston, Tobin Wilkins, and David Todd Jeremiah. And uh, we're dealing with uh, brain cancer here, uh, cancer and God. Uh, how do you deal with a situation so traumatic? And uh, what are the options we have in dealing with this? I, I wanted to share uh, a little bit more from Dr. John Piper's uh, article. He's an e- evangelical pastor. He had cancer himself, and he talks about... He wrote 10 things, don't waste your cancer, and uh, he gave this list. It's a very interesting list. Number three, he says, is you will waste your cancer if you seek comfort from your odds rather than from God. Mm. I thought that was a very interesting statement, but listen to what he says here. He says, the design of God in your cancer is not to train you in the rationalistic human calculation of odds. Right. Um, I'm sure, Jason, you've gone online and looked at, OK, what are the what are the stats regarding this cancer? Have you have you done that or your family? Uh, done actually, that? Well, out of fear. No, I haven't done it too much, but I know my parents have done it. And I know it's not a very promising thing to do. OK. <laughs> OK. So uh, it's weird that we're laughing about that. But the <laughs> the uh, the world <laughs> that's teenage boys, I have teenage boys here in the studio and I'm trying to, you know, it. I got to I'm a little nervous. No, that's that not immaturity. That's maturing. That's mature. OK. Yeah. <laughs> whatever the world gets comfort from their odds not christians some count their cha- chariots percentage of survival and some count their horses side effects of treatment but we trust in the name of the lord our god that's from psalm 20 verse 7 god's design is clear from second corinthians 1 9 we felt that we had received the sentence of death but that was to make us rely not on ourselves but on god who raises the dead The aim of God in your cancer, among a thousand other good things, is to knock props out from under our hearts so that we rely utterly on him. What a powerful statement. Uh, He's saying here that the the point of the cancer is to knock these fake props that we think are holding us up uh, so that we can rely completely on him. Can you identify at all with that? uh, 100% completely. Uh, Not only is everything that you thought important before this not important, 
And I wish I could just stress that to people about how much the things they put emphasis on give, give, don't matter. But Jason, give me an example. Like what, what is it that you see maybe yourself, you yeah. put an emphasis on okay. that has kind of fallen to the wayside. So now. something that sticks out in my mind, um, we, I, I, we, I just finished a baseball season right, right here before I got diagnosed. And I, I think about the emphasis that I put on that and um, how much value I place on that and how much, how much of that defined me how much of my actual definition was how good I was at baseball. Um, and I think, I think something along with knocking down the props that we stand on, um, but also just showing us like truly who we do stand on and what our identity is found on. And I wish like I could stress to more people how, how the devil has so brilliantly tricked us into thinking that these things are important. Um, when, you know, faced with life or death, you, you you start to understand what really is important. Absolutely. Uh, can you guys, uh, Griffin, do you identify with that at all? Um, I know you've already talked a little bit about this, but the f- the fact that you see a friend, um, and I don't know if you've ever seen a friend go through a situation like this before, but the fact that you've seen them, is that kind of, uh, kind of making something seem less important than others? Yeah, it definitely changes your perspective on life, and it, it shows that some of the things we worry about aren't very important. Like when you're freaking out that you have a test the next morning there's a lot more things that are more real in life and now it like puts now we're not saying that that no no no, you should always (laughs) we're not saying that everybody should just get bad grades now (laughs) but when when you put this in perspective it's it's a lot more important than other i'm not saying don't focus on school and stuff but it's it's a lot more important than things that we freak out about and it it we shouldn't be so it's not that it's not important it's that it's not worth having this heart attack yeah. over that we are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, I see what you're saying. That makes sense. What about you, David? Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. Your values as a person just like get flipped upside down almost. Because, uh, like uh, for me, when when all when all of our group of friends, like 15, 16 guys, found out about this, uh, we were all in a cabin at camp, and just seeing the reality on a lot of like my friends' faces that I haven't seen before. It it just it, I don't know the gravity of the situation just really pulled everyone together even closer than we were before because we'd had we'd had a lot of talks that we tried to get deep into stuff and it just end up turning into a joke or you know it, it was just I've experienced know. that in the yeah. classroom oh, yeah, before yeah, yeah, yeah. all the time <laughs> and so just seeing I don't know like seeing certain people being like acting the way they were when they figured that out it it just like really brought to my eyes like the importance of like of life and like how we need to use every little bit of it to glorify God and how uh just like we can't we can't glorify him enough with the time that we have and i like i I've, I've always been thinking like down the road like you know I'll be able to like enjoy sports now and then later I can go and I can you know I can uh I don't know be a, be a missionary or something not like just be in ministry but yeah. then like I think about it now and like my mind's just been so focused on uh, so far down in my life, that, like, and where I want to go as a person that I have, like, I, me personally, I haven't been focusing on right now and things for, like, that I want to do for fun. Mm. I, I've just really been thinking of myself as a person and how down the road who I want to become. Absolutely. And so, like, little, like, little things that I do for fun just don't seem so important. I hear you. Uh, I was going to ask you, Jason, along those same lines. Um, I know for you, and you've said this earlier in the show, you said that 
one of the most, the things that really encourages you the most is when you see somebody else decide to walk with the Lord um, more closely. And you have a real fervor for, you know, uh, for the Bible and for Jesus Christ and everything. And even before this happened, you had that fervor. Uh, kind of last year, you had an experience that really uh, affected you and impacted you. But since this has happened to you, um, is there, ha- have you seen people, uh, have people shared stories with you that they're actually, it's changing their life uh, because of what you're going through? Have other people shared that? I mean, it's incredible. Um, it, it's like not many people get to see the fruit of their labor or of their toil um, get poured out in front of their very faces, but I get it every single day. Um, wow. I would, for the first couple of weeks, I would say every single hour, um, just people, it just how many prayers this really answered. Um, people texting me, hey, I, I I was praying to God, like something to strengthen my faith, something just to pull me back to Christian high, something, just whatever it might be in their life that this answered. Um, and I get people telling me how they they were they were not they were never like they never received God's love and they never understood his love and how my situation is just getting them to understand that. Um, but not, not just understand that, but see that, mm. um, and how that's been huge for them. And that's really that, I mean, that's huge encouragement for me. I mean, what, what, what else could I ask for? I mean, that's, that's why we're on this earth. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Jane, I think you've been a really good example of like how you've acted in groups and like in front of our friends, like just the way you've responded to this. Cause I think when a lot of people look at it, they're like, well, if if I had this, I'd just be mad at God. Like, you know, why me? Yeah. But then when they, but uh, with you with you being in this situation, the way you've responded to it, it's change it's it's changing lives, and it would as somebody, some like a lot of other people had it who, you know, we just get mad at God and they just tuck away in the corner. The, like the way you've responded to this has been the mo- like the most incredible thing for me to witness as a Christian and as a person. And as someone who's trying to be an example for others, it's just, it's, it's, it's wow. mind blowing. What a testimony. That's, that's incredible. Um, uh, that thanks for sharing that, David. That's a big blessing. And I'm sure that's an encouragement to you too, Jason. You know, we're going to be right back. We still have a few more segments to go here and we're going to continue to try to deal with, uh, cancer and why God would allow something like this to happen. And we've already heard a lot about that, but we'll continue this discussion. Stay, stay with us. Add historic American beauty to your home today with genuine Amish furniture. It's built in the USA from solid cherry wood with a bourbon finish. Or choose alternative woods and finishes to accent your home's decor. You'll find it all at Tucker's Valley Furniture. For over 65 years, the Tucker family has served San Diego County. Still family-owned, Cash and Carry and Tucker's Valley Furniture. Two stores, both right across the street at Maine and Mollison in El Cajon. Learn more at tuckersvalleyfurniture.com. Hi, this is Jason Hall, president of Team Home Loans, a branch of Synergy One Lending. I just want to take this opportunity to thank Kevin Conover for the profound impact he's had on mine and my wife's spiritual life, as well as being an incredible teacher while our kids were his students. His knowledge and passion have taught us all how important it is to be defenders of our faith. It's our honor and privilege to support Kevin and his show. It is our sincere hope and prayer that you will continue to learn to be defenders of your faith through Kevin's radio show and through his Educate for Life teachings. Thank you, Kevin, from the Hall family and Team Home Loans. 
Not all home inspections are created equal. Experience matters. Joe DeMars and his team at Housemaster have performed inspections in San Diego for 22 years plus and performed over 10,000 inspections for commercial, multiple family, apartments, and residential. So call before you buy or sell and protect your investment. Call 619-660-7866 or online at sandiego.housemaster.com. Home inspections done right. Guaranteed. 619-660-7866. Welcome to Educate for Life. I'm your host, Kevin Conover. We're on AM 1170, The Answer in San Diego. And you can also stream the show at am1170theanswer.com. If you'd like a recording of the show, if you want to uh, download a recording of the show, this is on iTunes. It's podcast. You can get that from my website at educateforlife.org. It's also on our YouTube channel. If you want to see what's going on in the studio and uh, all the uh, hand expressions and facial expressions these guys are making while they're talking, you're welcome to do that, too. Just go to YouTube, Educate for Life video. Okay, so um, we have in studio Jason Lyon, uh, Griffin Johnson, Mr. Tobin Wilkins, and David Todd Jeremiah. Uh, these are a great uh, group of guys, and uh, these three guys, these three young guys, I've had as students for three years. They've been a huge blessing in my life, and uh, Mr. Wilkins has been a big blessing in my life. I love his leadership at Christian High. I want to encourage you, if you uh, are not familiar with Christian High, you can go to christianunified.org. And check it out. And there's all kinds of uh, information there. If you're considering enrolling your kid in the school, uh, there is not a better environment that you could have your son or daughter in uh, as far as uh, getting an incredible education, uh, incredible athletic program, as well as uh, kids falling in love with the Lord. It happens all, all the time, all year long. And we're dealing with a, a difficult situation right now. And uh, coming around Jason Line, he has brain cancer, a very rare type of brain cancer. And he's going through uh, chemotherapy, he's going through uh, radiation, and uh, he's got an oxygen chamber and um, some other stuff. So uh, you can pray for him. Please pray for him. If you want to support his family, you can go to their GoFundMe page. That is uh, Lionhearted, L-Y-O-N, Hearted, uh, GoFundMe.com. And uh, they'd love to have your support there, your prayers and your your financial support. Uh, Let's start off this segment here. I want to talk about... um, something that people don't typically want to talk about. And that is uh, kind of leading off from, from our last segment, Ecclesiastes seven, two says it is better to go to the house of mourning than to go to the house of feasting for this is the end of all mankind and the living will lay it to heart. How can you lay, lay it to heart if you won't think about it? This is from Dr. Piper's article. Um, one of the things he says, it, it, don't waste your cancer. You will waste your cancer. If you refuse to think about death, and nobody likes to think about death. Uh, who in the right mind wants to think about that? Um, Psalm ninety twelve says, "Teach us to number our days that we may get a heart of wisdom." Mm. What a powerful scripture! Teach us to number our days that we may get a heart of wisdom. Um, does that speak to you at all, Jason? Oh, completely. Yeah, I think I don't want to think about death. I think about death as little as I can because I feel like that's some of the times that the devil tries his hardest to attack my mind. Yeah, um, but so many of us. We how we don't have the right perspective on heaven. Uh, we really don't. Um, e- even now, I think I, I I can't. We can't ponder His glory and how when we see Him, we are going to need an eternity to worship and how it's it's an end of all suffering. And it, well, it is our hope. It is our hope. But so many times, just because it's unknown, we're scared of it or um, don't like to think about it, and that's why we get angry in these situations because the fear of the unknown. Yeah. But I think I'm, um, we need to take comfort in the fact that heaven is 
the goal of heaven is the end that is that is where we were designed to be um in perfect union with god um, yeah uh, mr wilkins uh, i wanted to ask your just your thoughts on that i mean it says uh teach us to number our ways that we may gain wisdom uh what, what are your thoughts about that well i think ultimately drawing closer to christ i mean we're we're being a school, you think about kids gaining knowledge. You think about them being head smart. You think about them being book smart. And, you know, ultimately in a school, they're studying truth. And especially at a Christian school, they're studying truth. And in everything that they study, whether it be English, science, uh, social studies, math, whatever it is, um, you can see the hand of God. And you can gaze into the face of God as you study any type of subject. And when you're doing that, you're not only uh, you're not only experiencing knowledge, but more importantly, as you gaze upon the face of God, you are experiencing His wisdom, and that's what we want our kids to have. That's what we want our kids to be subject to. And and seeing Jason go through this, and seeing the relationship that he has with with his Lord and Savior, it, it makes us, it makes me personally more hungry for that relationship and to draw closer and closer to Jesus Christ, and and just to be a sponge and ask for His wisdom. And each and every day, I know that it's kind of cliche when you pray, you say, thank you for this day. And to me, every single day, that means something to me now. It used to be very cliche, and I would say it over and over again. But every time I pray now, when I say thank you for this day or when I'm praying with my kids at night, it is a true thank you for this day because you never know. Yeah. And what what does tomorrow hold? I have no idea. So every single day is a blessing, and we need to take advantage of every single day that's given to us. And we draw closer to Jesus Christ and experience his wisdom when we grow in his knowledge and we share that with others. And that's, that's the perspective that I've gained from this experience and watching Jason and seeing how he's handled this situation and the way that he's doing this, like David Todd said, is, is people are watching him and he's such a leader on our campus that if he were to say, curse God and die, that I believe that a lot of kids in our campus would do the same thing, Mm. but he's not. Yeah. He's, he's excited about it. And he uses that word excited over and over again. And it's a privilege. <laughs> and you know what? It fires people up. Yeah. And people aren't, and people are looking at Jason going, man, I need, I want what he has. And I want to draw closer to Christ too. And so seeing his example has been, it's been an experience for me that I, I will never forget. Yeah. Yeah. I can't, I can't speak. Uh, I, I, I totally agree with what you're saying. Uh, it's, I was driving here on my way here and I was thinking, man, Jason is a superhero. Um, you know, you, we need heroes in the world and there's a lot of people that don't step up to the plate because being a superhero is hard. Um, you know, we, we, you know, superheroes are such a big thing in our culture, you know, with the, the Avengers and everything else we got. <laughs> and, you know, in the movies, it, it looks funny, but imagine if you really were a superhero, that's a hard job. I mean, you're, 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 you're about to die, you know, die, Iron Man going up into, you know, some giant machine and, you know, blowing things up. That's hard. That's a hard life, you know? Uh, but the reality is, is a lot of people don't want to, they don't want to be a superhero. And Jason, you really are being a superhero, man. Uh, it's incredible. And, and I praise the Lord for it. And, um, I wanted to say uh, also another one of Dr. Piper's things here. He says, uh, you will waste your cancer if you grieve as those who have no hope. Uh, And he says here, Paul used this phrase in relation to those who loved, whose loved ones had died. We do not want you to be uninformed brothers about those who are asleep that you may not grieve as others who, who uh, others do who have no hope. Uh, That's first Thessalonians 413. And the reality is, is we do have hope. And like you guys were saying, you know, I read the stats, 150,000 people die every day in, in the world. That's unreal. 
you know, it's two, two people every second, two people every second, one, two, three, four. That's in two days. That's 300,000 people in four days. That's 600,000 people that die in the world. Um, we are all destined to die. And for any of you out there listening who don't know Christ as your savior, I can't emphasize that there's nothing more important than you knowing Christ as your savior. He said, um, I am the resurrection and the life. And what that means is, is you don't have to fear death because ultimately we will be resurrected in Christ. And, and, uh, I believe Jason is going to be healed. I believe that 100%. I believe that's going to happen. I choose to believe that that's going to happen. I have faith in that and I have faith in God. Um, but the fact of the matter is, is that let's say 60 years from now, Jason looks back on, on this as a distant memory. The, the reality is he still hasn't escaped death and none of us are going to escape death. One out of every one person dies. And so ultimately, <laughs> ultimately we are going to have to make a decision about Christ. He promises that he can give us eternal life. And the question is, do we believe him? And will we, will we follow him in return for that eternal life? We're going to be right back. We have one more segment left. We're with some fantastic guys here. Stay with us. I hope you've been blessed by this conversation. We'll be right back. For 36 years, Fastlane Kayaking has helped people like you experience everything that's great about San Diego. Fastlane makes fishing and water sports fun and easy. Hobie Cat kayaks feature a popular pedal system, not paddles, keeping your hands free as you fish. You no longer need to tow and gas up a boat to experience great San Diego fishing. Call or come in for your no-charge demo ride. 619-222-0766. FastlaneSailing.com. At Dana Landing Marina across from SeaWorld, 619-222-0766. Do you have one-button espresso machines in your home or business? They make delicious coffee drinks, but they're not maintenance-free. Express Fix Coffee is San Diego's source for coffee and espresso machine repair, sales, and service. Call Dave Martin at Express Fix Coffee for new and used espresso machines, repairs, parts, and accessories. They'll save you time and money. Call Express Fix Coffee at 619-867-3853. Learn more at ExpressFixCoffee.com. In 1947, Gordon Tucker began serving San Diego County families. Today, the family tradition continues with two stores, Tucker's Valley Furniture and Cash and Carry, both right across the street in El Cajon at Maine and Mollison. Whether you want today's modern, eco-friendly furniture or authentic Amish furniture from solid cherry wood built in America, let the Tucker family serve your family. Learn more at tuckersvalleyfurniture.com. A proud sponsor of Educate for Life with Kevin Conover. Welcome to Educate for Life. I'm your host, Kevin Conover. We're on AM 1170, The Answer in San Diego. You can also stream the show at am1170theanswer.com all over the world. Uh, my website's Educate for Life. You can get a podcast of this show. You can, you can watch it on YouTube. And I'd love to have your feedback. If you want to shoot me an email, uh, message me on Facebook, Twitter, whatever the case, I'd uh, love to hear from you. And in studio today, I have Jason Line, a young man. He's in, going into his senior year of high school. He's battling brain cancer. If you want to support him and his family financially, GoFundMe.com slash Lionhearted, L-Y-O-N, Hearted. Also, I've got a group here from Christian High, some young men, the principal. And uh, I really want to encourage you to check out Christian High. That's ChristianUnified.com. And uh, that is a .org, sorry, ChristianUnified.org. It is a fantastic school, incredible athletic program. Uh, last year, all kinds of sports uh, teams were winning uh, CIF. Uh, the football team has now won two years in a row uh, CIF. Uh, they were 13-1 last year. And 
it's just a stellar school all around. AP classes, honor classes, everything you can imagine. Um, call, uh, check it out, christianunified.org. And they have uh, one of the most amazing Bible teachers in San Diego, really in the world, uh, and that's me. So uh, I'd love to be able to, to uh, be a blessing to your students too. So anyway, um, I wanted to pick up right here uh, number not, uh, nine of Dr. Piper's. He says here, you will waste your cancer if you treat sin as casually as before. And that is a big one. Cancer, he says, is designed to destroy the appetite for sin. Pride, greed, lust, hatred, unforgiveness, impatience, laziness, procrastination. All these are the adversaries that cancer is meant to attack. Don't just think of battling against cancer. Also think of battling with cancer. And this is coming from a guy who himself had cancer. All these things are worse enemies than cancer. Now, that's an interesting statement. He just said that all those things are worse enemies than cancer. And then he says, um, he says, let the presence of eternity make the sins of time look as futile as they really are. What does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses or forfeits himself? What do you think about that, Jason? I think that's very heavy. Uh, <laughs> um, that. Do you think that, that um, your cancer has uh, made sin less attractive? Oh, definitely. I can't even, I can't even talk about, I can't put words into uh, how much I'm ashamed I let sin control my life before this. Um, I think about like my, my, my walk with the Lord and I want no sin anywhere um, in my life. And it really has drawn my attention to those things um, that he said. Um, the main thing about sin is not, I mean, the sin itself is, is, is it sometimes a big deal, but it's, it's mainly the separation that you get from God. Um, and I, I, have no desire for any separation from God. Um, so why in the world would I ever let the devil win in any area, any front of my life? Yeah. I think Jason has made that clear to us as a group of his friends. He, he, we met a week ago and he made it very clear that he wants everybody to stay away from sin as much as they can. And it's almost impossible to never sin, but you can, (laughs) you can do your best and sure, but it's really important for everybody around him to to draw closer to God because the closer you are to God, the less the devil is winning. And every day, every day that Jason wake up wakes up, the devil loses. Like we we all have so much hope that God is with him in this situation. And every time somebody loses that hope, the devil's winning. And it's really important for us to not let the devil win in any front, like he said. That's fantastic. Yeah. What about you guys? Does that uh, resonate with you, David? Uh, the idea that uh, cancer is meant to make sin less attractive. Uh, yeah, I, I agree that it just it just makes sin look like the little pleasures in life just look like they're so uh, irrelevant. And, yeah, and it's just it's just like that that doesn't matter right now. Like, like I, I I'm I'm doing this, and I got a friend who doesn't know how long he's got left to live, and I like I need to use it as if I were him in this situation, which is, it's a crazy thing to think about, but yeah, I mean, I like, I've thought about this whole situation a ton and it all kind of just comes out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. In, uh, I, I, um, I was talking to, you know, you compared the, your cancer with fasting. You said, because 
Well, there's a certain, I think there's a, that's actually a, a valid uh, comparison to, you know, in an extent, because what the cancer does is it makes it so you can never stop thinking about God and fasting. What it does is because every time you think about being hungry, you think, why am I hungry? And you think, oh, I'm, I'm fasting for God. And so you, your mind gets uh, put back on God. I had a, a, some, a young man, he was fasting. He had never fasted before uh, and just restrained himself from food. He was drinking water and juice. Three days he fasted. By the third day, and I, this is kind of funny, but he said, look, if you put a naked girl over here and you put a hamburger over here, <laughs> I would go for the hamburger. <laughs> and and uh, this is not a kid who is like very spiritually, you would consider him like a spiritual champion or anything. But But what he was basically was illustrating was that he was so hungry <laughs> that <laughs> it's kind of uh, I, maybe I shouldn't have told that story, but basically he was so hungry that nothing else mattered at that point. And in a lot of ways, when we go through something like this, or we have a friend like Jason going through something like this, e- everything that we thought was attractive takes a back seat, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, pretty, pretty powerful stuff. Um, any other? Yeah. I, I think about these, these guys in this room and, and being getting ready to be seniors in high school and, and the day and age in which they're growing up uh, and the distractions that, that are around them. And I know Jason talked about this a little bit. I've heard him talk about distractions and how they can grab a hold of your life. And you think about cell phones, you think about um, iPads, computers, television, internet, um, whatever it is that's it's so distracting out there. Commercials, you can't even watch a commercial these days without you know having to turn it off. Um, and there's so much out there that the world wants to grab a hold of you and, and get your mind to think about those types of things. And what Jason is dealing with right now, if that doesn't if that doesn't grab a hold of your life and rattle your cage as someone that's close to him as a friend or somebody that knows him, then I'm not sure anything will. Um, but thinking about little things like uh, you know how, my looks or what kind of clothes am I going to wear, what kind of car am I going to drive, those things are so trivial in comparison to the day to day gift that Jesus gives you in your life and what you're going to do with that day and how you're going to accomplish the goals that you need to and how close you're going to draw to Him. And how you're going to impact others for him. And I believe Jason is doing that every second, every waking moment that he has, he's doing that. And he's living an example that these other students can follow. That's awesome. Um, I want to, I want to close in prayer. Um, you know, I, I don't usually pray on the air, but, um, you know, if you're out there listening to us and you'd like to join us in prayer, we're just going to say a quick prayer and close and pray for Jason here. And again, gofundme.com slash lionhearted. If you want to support them, um, let's pray. Lord, we just want to thank you so much, um, that we don't have to grieve as those who have no hope. Um, we, we are, uh, grieving for Jason. We are, uh, wrestling for, for Jason. We want Jason to be healed and we, we know you can heal him, God. Um, but we know that also that that doesn't always happen, Lord. Um, but we ask supernaturally in the name of Jesus Christ, that you would heal his body, God, that you would give the doctors wisdom that they would, uh, figure out new strategies to deal with the cancer that he has and that he would be healed. Lord, we pray also that you continue to change people's lives through what Jason is going through. We pray that he'd have incredible emotional and spiritual hope um, as people rally around him and the body of Christ. We also pray for anybody out there who doesn't know you as their savior that today, right now at during this show, they would come to know you as their savior, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray, Lord. Amen. Okay, we'll see you next week. We're out of time. Thanks, guys, for being on the show.
Educate for Life with Kevin Conover, a regular feature on AM 1170, The Answer. Learn more about Kevin and his work online at his website, educateforlife.com. That's educateforlife.com. You'll find great resources, ideas, and even video classes there to help you grow and understand what in the world is happening. Encourage your friends to listen for great guests and intelligent analysis of the stories that shape our lives. Educate for Life with Kevin Conover, exclusively on AM 1170, The Answer. Bring your tired and bring your shame. Bring your guilt and bring your pain. Don't you know that's not your name? You allow. 